Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Well, hello and happy Friday. Welcome on in to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I'm your mayor of PHNX. And this show just, we, it just got a lot better looking around here. <laughs> Thank uh, you. The one and only Susie Hunter <laughs> from the DMVR Rockies podcast yes. joins us. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, such a treat. Yeah. and uh, I'm here uh, too, Derek. He's also down there <laughs> over there somewhere, I guess. It's Jesse Friedman. Uh, he's the vice mayor. Sometimes he's called the Thunderstick, but uh, we thank you guys for being here. Of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Susie, what are you doing here? Why are you here right now? So um, everything I've worn this week is green. Uh, I'm an Eagles fan. I, I, I'm from Philly, uh, uh-huh. um, and I am all of the Philly stereotypes. I'm terrible. Yeah. Well, we wa- we followed you on social media during the World Series, so we know. Yeah, oh yeah. Sure. Um, uh, <laughs> did you have you guys greased the poles down here? Um, no, we don't do that here because we're kind of just like we're kind of normal folks here, like that don't get yeah. up on poles and get naked. Arizona <laughs> is not normal. Well, no, Arizona is that's the Florida true. of yeah. the West. Um, but but Whoa, we don't now. have to. I don't, we don't I have don't to know grease our poles here. <laughs> they, we don't have to grease our poles. But with you people in town, we might have to. So you um, you should start now. <laughs> I know. Well, we have plenty of yeah. uh, of. of, of Eagles talk to get to. Of course, as you guys know, I'm riding with the Eagles. They are going to destroy the Kansas City Chiefs. I believe you said they were going to win by a billion. A billion. Well, I said whatever the spread is, take the spread. It could be a billion points and I would still take it. I know that might be much, but I I feel like it's fairly accurate, but uh, very excited to have you here. Thank you so much for inviting me. And and I know you guys have had kind of a lackluster offseason a little bit over there in in Denver. You know, lackluster move-wise, to say the least. But we still have lots of stuff to talk about, for better or worse. Yeah? Yeah. Like, uh, what, for instance, was was the biggest uh, gripe that fans had about the offseason? Was it just the... I think recently the biggest gripe is uh, the Dick Monfort comments, the owner of the Rockies, uh, when he said... At a very nice charity event in Colorado, um, he said, "Oh yeah, these these guys will play 500 ball." And it, wow. Uh, so wow. <laughs> so it's like there's two sides to this. You know, the one side is like, "Oh, that's what you're aiming for." Yeah. But the other mm. side is why he should be honest about what to expect. I mean, and, and 500 would be an improvement as far as like, well, it'd be a pretty wins. big improvement. So it's yeah, not, that'd be a pretty big improvement. It's not, at least he's not saying like, "Oh, we're gonna do the same thing we did last year" or something. But I get it. It's like for you to basically shoot for mediocrity before the season even starts. Mm-hmm. Lie to me. 
Lie to me. You know <laughs> you what I mean? You want him to lie to you? Lie to me. Tell me that you think you're going to make the playoffs. And so we could be like, you're crazy. And he could be like, oh, I don't know. I feel, like, know, like, I feel like the move that he should have made is just be like, we feel we can be competitive. You know, like that's yeah. that's more it's, typical for an office speak is like, just use vague language. Yeah, right? right? When Keep you know, it as vague as possible. When you know you're not. the best team we can on the field, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, because right? everyone like, knows that the word competitive means nothing. Right. Like yeah. it has absolutely no like tangible meaning. And like, so yeah, you technically can, you're competing every day. Yeah, you're, you yeah, have to like, compete. Like, you're, you're required to go out there and compete. So, of course, you're going to be competitive. But, yeah, you're right. That's a that's a, that's a way to kind of uh, kind of do it without committing to anything. Yes. The 500 thing, though. Yeah, that's that's a bit hard to hear. But we did have some great Rockies news. This mm. is the best Rockies news I think that's ever happened. But do you guys wow. know about Cole Tucker? No. Let's see. Let's hear Cole Tucker, he's a guy who's been playing with the Pirates oh. for the past couple of years. <laughs> hasn't had some good seasons, but happens to have just proposed to Vanessa Hudgens. Um, so Vanessa. So his H- stock has just gone way. <laughs> Vanessa <out>. Hudgens <laughs> is a Rockies minor league wag now, and I'm so excited to run into her at spring training. That's okay. Yeah, Cole well, Tucker, that's... I believe, in the Diamondbacks farm system last year. Yeah, that's... Diamond, Diamondbacks have oh, yeah. Cole Tucker in the system last year. Yeah, yeah you're right, yeah. former Diamondback. And also, I know what you what you mean though, because this is like Gwen Stefani being connected to the Diamondbacks, right? Like, yes. I adore Gwen Stefani. So as long as her allegiance <laughs> is with Arizona in some way, and there's the possibility I might run into her at West gate sometime and have some shots with her and hang out and have a great time and listen to her you know kind of serenade me with an acapella version of don't speak that would be great i mean but aside, i love the, your imagination it's well so i mean fun. i had to go there because it's just what i dream about every football sunday unlike you that gets to dream about your team now maybe winning the super bowl but are uh, you going so are cool. you going to the game i'm gonna see what i can get that's okay. such a weird for tickets okay. to go down a little bit i'm gonna take advantage of some last minute deal I'm Probably gonna, on the Game Time app. Is that a sponsor? That is, oh, absolutely. Perfect segue. We're going to get to that, but I am yes. We are riding with the Game Time app on Super Bowl Sunday. We talked about this. Also, you told me the other night that you were like, you're just going to see if you can get in. And that frightened me about the Why? fact that, Because I feel like it's going to happen. And that's oh. like, you and I live in different worlds in that way. However, you know, it's kind it's of true. how I did get the Derek can the get his way into a lot I, of things. I, can, yeah. I don't know about the Super Bowl. Yeah, no. I don't know about no. the Super Bowl. Travis Scott concert is the best I can do right now on a Saturday night, but I don't think I can get into the big game. Uh, but as far as the Diamondbacks go, uh, we did have an article from our beat writer, Steve Gilbert, who we just had on the show recently, mm-hmm. kind of predicting the D-backs opening day roster. Jesse had an article months ago beating Steve Gilbert out, uh, which basically had the it's same a, it's a competition. Roster. Yes. It really was, yeah. So uh, you guys said he copied your homework. He, he, he did, he did, exactly. Uh, yeah, he did. from like a month ago. Yeah, like, like a month ago. Yeah, with it, my gosh. He was in Costa Rica reading it the whole time, scanning it over, <laughs> deciding on which one he wanted to change. The one that he did change was that he has Tommy Henry uh, as the starting pitcher, earning the final spot in the rotation, which is a bit odd. Obviously, he does acknowledge that the... Uh, competition for the starting rotation is wide open, but uh, Henry, because of his experience, kind of stands out to him right now as the front runner to at least be part of the starting rotation on opening day. Yeah. Now, the Diamondbacks have potentially much better options, but they're all very young. So it's like... You guys have so many young dudes. And that's the part that's like really frustrating is I, I went on a rant about it the other day. It just, it kind of sucks when you know there's a good chance that the guys that could like all of a sudden have a breakout year might be held back because they have limited rotation space that's being mm-hmm. taken up by a couple of guys that are veterans, Madison Bumgarner, mm-hmm. they re-signed Zach Davies. So there's just a lot here uh, as far as the starting rotation goes. It seems almost unfair that really one spot is only up 
for grabs. And it could be multiple spots. Like, I guess we don't know for sure, for sure, that, that Madison Bumgarner's spot is, is guaranteed. Let's and, of go. course, the D-backs are going to come out. The D-backs are going to come out, and, and they're going to say that everyone has to earn their role, right? That's, That's right. kind of what, what teams tend to do during spring training. It's like when you say you got to be competitive. Yeah, right? it's You're the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same just, thing. Everybody has a chance. Speak in generalities that mean nothing, right? That's, yeah. that, it, that, that's the time of year that we're in right now for baseball. But, yeah, it is interesting that Steve had Tommy Henry winning that fifth spot um, I had Dre Jameson winning that fifth spot in in my uh, article that I wrote last month. Uh, but I've also seen some people say that Ryan Nelson is going to win that spot. So there's all yeah. sorts of names, Susie, that were yeah. uh, that are floating around yeah. there for, M- for the Diamondbacks MLB right now. MLB on high heat had Ryan Nelson as the fifth starter when they had a little graphic up next to Tori Lovello. Uh, my favorite sports yelling show. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they yelled about some stuff, including uh, I, I feel like we – we had Tori on, and we didn't ask him about his dad being part of Hee Haw for so long. And I feel like I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Uh, I did see that he was asked about. Yeah, yes. I, I had the same thought. I, there's a, there's just Tori Lovello is the kind of guy where there's just no there's no end to the things that you can he's ask. Fascinating. Tori Lovello about. Yeah, he's, he's a fascinating, fascinating human person. being. I've uh, sat in on some of the post game scrums. Yeah. Um, I- I think I sent you guys some audio from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. did. No, he's, he's, just, he's, he's a, a great guy. He's a cool dude. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was a fan. How are you guys doing as far as establishing like your starting rotation and your pitching, or your, I guess your overall? Core? Probably because, a lot of competition, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, it's like so tricky though because you know, as we all know, it's impossible to pitch at Coors Field. Right. It's impossible. Fair. Right. But you Fair. know, we, you know, we have Marquez, we have Freeland, like we, we've, you know, we. They're great, and then the rest of it is like, eh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, well, they, like, I, we talked about the Diamondbacks kind of being lost in where they were at, you know, and mm-hmm. just kind of all over the place. Guys that kind of were producing and, and at a high level, especially in the starting rotation, like Zach Gallen, mm-hmm. Merrill Kelly, Madison Bumgarner, obviously not what he was at one point. Yeah. You know, but it, uh, you know, it, it, it feels like they're a little bit closer to knowing, you know, where they're at than they have been in past seasons, you mm-hmm. know, but... Uh, that's because of the young guys. The young guys coming up really do make it feel like they have depth everywhere. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and that's how things are going to be for the Rockies in a couple of years because that's why – that is why Dick Monfort is – and um, GM Bill Schmidt. That is why they're kind of not doing too much right now yeah. because yeah. we're going to have so much to work with in a couple of years. So – it's a rising farm system. Yeah. I've seen the Rockies farm system rated in the in the top 10, which hasn't yeah. happened in a while. It's been kind of a lower to your farm system for a while, but they've had a couple of good drafts. So maybe the, the future is, is bright in, in Colorado. Maybe. We like to think it is. <laughs> and if we don't, we would we go like to crazy. Hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. We have the same thing to deal with where it's this division of the Dodgers, you know, yep. the, the Padres. The Giants are just always good. Like, yes, the Giants spend money, but they just always seem to be good. But now you have the Padres spending a ton of money, and it just feels like it is kind of— Isn't the NOS fun? It's just a, just such <laughs> an uphill battle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you spend money like you did on Chris Bryant, it doesn't even feel like, obviously— it, Who? who oh, Does he sorry. play for the Rockies? I, well, <laughs> I think they signed up. They signed him to a contract, but I don't know if he plays for the Rockies. Our uh, plantar fasciitis king, Chris Ryan. Plantar fasciitis king. Oh, he was he was so good at one point. He doesn't hey. have restrictions coming into this year, right? Like he's healthy, he's back, he's, healthy. he's ready. Yeah, he okay. should be healthy. He should be feeling good. 
I say, go. I don't know if you guys have heard us talk about this on the show, but during that last home, or not homestand, that last series in LA, I saw him walking around the, um, you know, the visitors clubhouse at Dodger Stadium in Under Armour slides that have mm. no arch support. And I was like, what are we doing? Oh my God. <laughs> plantar fasciitis and yeah. you are not participating yeah. in arch support? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? You should be walking around with pillows, like taped to your feet. Here's the thing. Um, we had a whole thing with Crocs last season where oh, like yeah. Crocs became like the good luck charm and Lucas Gilbreth bought everyone a pair of purple. Crocs, except Chris. So Bryant. he has a pair of Crocs. Oh, do those have better arch support? Those have great arch okay, support. Okay. <laughs> I'm not up to date on my it's Crocs. The, um, uh, I'm very into foot health. Um, <laughs> don't tell the feet guys if the feet guys watch your show, they're not welcome here. All right, I'm gonna roast well, them anyway. I hijacked your program. Sorry. No, it's fine. That's what you're here for. Uh, it's it's Friday before the Super Bowl, so we I'm I, I've told, I've said this multiple times this week. I'm dead inside. I've gone to so many Super Bowl parties <laughs> that I'm not, I'm just a shell of my former self here. What uh, I, Super Bowl parties are you going to, oh Derek? Oh my God, Jesse, last the, night. There was, are no Arizona, there's nothing. These are two teams that are nowhere close to Arizona. What's what's going on here, Derek? I don't see, I don't okay, understand. Remember earlier when someone said that you were the cooler one on this podcast and they were that obviously happen. wrong about I, that. I, right? I do. I do. remember. Even though that. you're 24 with a condo in Scottsdale and I'm a 41 year old married man. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we know that's not true. We know I'm the cooler one. We also know that I was out last night eating like tomahawk steaks inside of a vault. <laughs> I, I did. I did performance see that. Cars, Jesse. So I don't know why. So you did see that, but then you're questioning what parties I'm at. You know where I'm at. I don't well, I just. I'm not allowed to tell you where I'm at. Maybe it's I'm just. Only. Maybe I'm just jealous that I'm not invited to That's the same parties really that you are. Apparently, but is. we hit the nail on the head. Uh, There's so much drama on this show. All the time. It never stops. <laughs> we fight a lot. Yeah, we Am I on the Real Housewives or am I on the Diamondback <laughs> show? The answer is yes. The, uh, if you want a little more drama, when the MLB put out there on high heat once again, mm-hmm. try, start, starting to stir stuff up, uh, they left Alec Thomas out of the lineup. <laughs> uh, Alec Thomas was not the center fielder. Corbin Carroll was the opening day center fielder, according to high heat. Hmm. Uh, right, uh, Jake McCarthy was in right field, and they had Lourdes Gurriel playing left field. So, Jesse, yeah. thoughts on them not knowing this team. There, there they are thoughts right there. Thoughts on them there, not knowing there, this there team. There it is right there. We've got the screen grabs. Yeah, we We've got, got, the, got screen, the receipts. We, we got the receipts. We're holding this one. I do, I do understand where they're coming from because as of the end of last season, Alec Thomas was a minor league baseball player. He ah, got sent down right valid. before the end of the year. Mm. And so I think it's pretty likely that Alec Thomas opens the year on the opening day roster and probably is like... Maybe not the team's everyday center fielder, but pretty close to that. Yeah. Um, but I understand if you're just going with like the status quo from where we left off last year. Alec Thomas was in the minors. He's, yeah. He has something to prove. This is actually fairly close to our lineups, actually, with the omission of uh, of Thomas uh, and uh, Evan Lagoria. We've got Jake DH. McCarthy hitting third, which is uh, wild. Which, That's wild. I mean, the D-backs did have Jake McCarthy hitting third he, toward if, the end of last if year. If he continued to play like he did at the end of last year, I would absolutely have him in there at third. But yeah. uh, also Carson Kelly in there at catcher. Which I think that's definitely a much more you know obvious choice for starting lineup for for opening day. But I think as we progress, it really hope to see Gabriel Moreno in there more than more than Carson Kelly. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I mean, I I think if you're again if you're going kind of by the book, like you're going to project it as Carson Kelly being the, the Diamondbacks' everyday catcher. But in time, we expect Gabriel Moreno will eventually eventually take that role. There you go. Well, if you haven't had a chance already, Jesse has a new article up over at gophnx.com. What is your new piece on again? 
Uh, the new piece over on gophnext.com is about, I am currently blanking, Derek. What is my new piece about? Oh someone God. someone it's tell me. It's that kind of week. Oh it's that God. kind of week. Jesse, how many, that how many kind of Super Bowl okay, parties no. have you been to? I talked about it yesterday, Look, but I'm blanking right beer. now. That explains it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the one time I drink a beer on the show. My new story is uh, going through all the D-backs bullpen options and sorting through all of the many uh, guys that the D-backs have back there and um, organizing them by tier of how likely they would be to make the opening day roster. So there we go. There's Ooh. there's what the article is about. I can tell you about what right. I write about most Figured of the time. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, well, get yourself a diehard membership so you not only get that piece, which is unlocked, but all of his uh, uh, diehard only pieces. Uh, not not the full count, just full count, as he'll correct me and say. Uh, but it's, grab it's yourself true. a diehard membership. Get access to that. Uh, get a free piece of merch like this wonderful hat I'm wearing right now uh, from the phnxlocker.com. We have got a brand new shirt. You can actually get that one as a new member. It is our uh, Kevin Durant, not Kevin Durant, Slim Valley Reaper shirt. Look at that. Beautiful. Ooh, yeah, that's a hot shirt. That right is here. a nice shirt. I'm getting, some, I'm getting some order requests for that shirt. So make sure to grab that shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. And if you are a new member, you can get that shirt for free. Uh, not only do you get that, but you get 20% off all future purchases at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, Access to our members-only Discord, uh, discounts on events, members-only events, members-only merch, as well as more. So grab your diehard membership over at gophnx.com. Uh, and if you are here right now in the PHNX YouTube channel, we thank you guys for being here. I uh, hope you're having a wonderful Friday. Make sure to subscribe to us there. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Leave us a little thumbs up. Jesse loves that. It's his favorite thing. Uh, and if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, subscribe to us there as well and leave us a review. We appreciate you for doing that as well. Underdog Fantasy. Have you gotten a chance to check out the Underdog Fantasy app? I have not. Okay, so Underdog, please tell me about it. It's got a couple of different things, right? You got the uh, <laughs> we love an underdog pickums. It's In got Philly. it's like fantasy, right? And yeah. it's got, so like basically they give you the uh, higher or lower. You might not like this one, but they have like two Super Bowl boosters. The first one, Patrick Mahomes related. Uh, if it will have a higher or lower. 314.5 total yards to increase your maximum payout wow. uh, from 20 times to 30 times if you get all five of your pick'em correct. The more pick'ems you add for the big game, the more money you win, right? Ooh. I won $1,000 on pitch counts one night, just just picking higher or lower on MLB pitch counts. So Baseball is really a great sport for underdog fantasy because I think everyone agrees that doing a full season of fantasy baseball is just is miserable. too long. Even it's if you're, um, it's impossible. Yeah, it's very it's difficult. It's very difficult. You have to set lineups every single right. day. And so it's, yeah. it's instead you entirely can draft too exhausting. A, a single day team where you go up against five of your friends and whoever has the highest scoring qu- squad uh, win some cold hard cash. Also, another Super Bowl booster that you might be into. Uh, you can make a really tough choice to decide if Jalen Hurts will have higher or lower than 0.5 total yards. Wow, that, that's what they say. Huh. I, but then the but then the Patrick Mahomes is 314.5 total yards. Was I don't, that a typo? I don't like what they're <laughs> suggesting here, but it I think sounds it, like they you might know be what? hooking you up with with an easy choice on that one over there for with their Super Bowl boosters. So check that out. That's an easy over choice Underdog for me. Fest, right? I know you're taking that one. Yeah, uh, it's easy money sometimes. So make sure to get uh, started over at UnderdogFantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX and Underdog will match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. Uh, very exciting. Besides the Super Bowl, we got the World Baseball. This is baseball nirvana. We talked yes. about Arizona being really uh, a, a great place. Like World Baseball Classic, we talk about it. We're excited for it. But really, it's only taking place in two cities in the United States mm-hmm. this year. That's that's wild. So it's really yeah. fun. And we are lucky enough to be one of them. Uh, we know both teams are actually really well represented. But you were actually telling us that the Rockies have more 
The Rockies have a ton of guys. Yeah, I'm from the major league roster, yeah. right? Yeah, like the Diamondbacks have a lot of guys, but a lot of them are actually minor league guys. But you guys have a lot of guys from the major league roster. Yeah, yeah. So like Team USA has Kyle Freeland in the starting rotation. Oh. Uh, Jake Bird. Oh, no, okay. I'm sorry. Jake Bird is Team Israel. Team um, Israel. Daniel Bard will be um, a reliever for Team USA. Daniel too. Bard is so good. He's so yeah. good. And they extended him, and I don't really understand why, but he's still so good. So. You know what? He It might have been a little sentimental because, you know, he has this great comeback story, mm-hmm. and the Rockies are the one who gave him that chance. His family seems to really like Colorado. He's got these kids that just, like, love running around the clubhouse. They're having a great time. <laughs> So, I don't know. I think, we, I think they're just happy in Colorado. Makes we, sense. We've you know? talked sense. about the Diamondbacks having a lack of quality relievers, a lack mm. of someone that you can really rely on. And almost historically, they've had that. They've never really had a good bullpen. So, yeah. like, I can understand now and appreciate more than ever having guys in your pen that you want to keep and not yes. let go. You know what I mean? But, yeah. And, like, also, it's so hard to be a pitcher at Coors Field that I think once they find a guy who, like, does a good job and, like, enjoys being here, just they latch on. Yeah. The Rockies That's have, fair. They have quarter energy. I always say this on our show. Like, they're not going like to get it. rid of anyone. I like it. Um, all right. So you have uh, you mentioned those Justin Lawrence on Team Panama, yes. uh, Elias Diaz on Colombia and mm-hmm. uh, Marquez on Venezuela. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, all great players. It's going to be so much fun. So well, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of things to root for as Rockies fans. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's classic. all over the place. I think the Diamondbacks, um, they have a lot as well. Let's take a look mm-hmm. at the Diamondbacks list of all of their players. Uh, a lot of these guys are minor leaguers, but mm-hmm. uh, really interesting to see uh, the mix that we have here. I think Gunnar Groen is Great Britain, actually. But uh, aside from that, I think everything else. Cattell Marte, uh, Dominican Republic. There were more guys than than we originally heard. I know Merrill Kelly was the first one we had discussed being part of Team USA. Uh, but now we got Alec Thomas over there for for Team Mexico and uh, Emmanuel Emmanuel Rivera, the the one and only, uh, as as part of my team, Puerto Rico. There you go. We're nice. going to talk about the best hats, but that's the best hat probably. Or maybe Israel. We'll see. But uh, <laughs> Jesse, what are your thoughts on having this many guys uh, as part of the World Baseball Classic for Diamondbacks fans? I, th- I think you have to have a soft spot for Team Italy, right? Mitchell oh, yeah. Stumpo. There's, there's a lot of guys. Dominic there. Fletcher. There's also Gunnar Green as well. No, as part I think of that he's group. Great Britain. I think that might oh, be Oh, that correct. one. Okay. Yeah, but. There's, uh, oh, and Dominic Maroglio yeah, as yeah. well. So there's three. There's three guys with Team Italy. Um, so yeah, go, go team Italy, I guess, if, if you're, no, if you're Jesse, a D-backs no, fan. No, Jesse, team USA, team USA. I mean, you can, wow, I feel like in this, un-American. Yeah, in, this in this, like, of course I would root for team USA over all the other teams, but from the D-backs perspective, there's a lot of teams to root for, right? I mean, you have to have, I mean, even like Jacob Steinmetz, he was, uh, uh, a relatively high draft pick from the Diamondbacks a few years ago. Um, there aren't that many there aren't that many players in baseball who who are originally from Israel or like that's their heritage. So that's uh, that's pretty cool as well to see. And I'm half Jewish, so I will absolutely be rooting <laughs> oh, for, for Team go. Israel. Uh, they also have the best hat. I don't know if we want to jump into that conversation yes. right now, but I think... I it's think a really it's good hat. Fairly really objective hat. that Team Israel has uh, has the best hat out of well, out of yeah, a bunch. Yeah, let's take a look so. at the hats. This was from our friends over at Talking Baseball, and they asked which country has the best hat. There are some great hats up there. I really like the Netherlands hat with that orange crown. Uh, mm. Mexico hat is classic. A lot of these haven't changed in a number of years. I think that Mexico logo has been the same. Uh, 
Team Puerto Rico, of course, another beautiful, a solid hat. Another That's a good one. Hat. But yeah, I, I think we can all agree that Tim, Team Israel, uh, probably one of the sharpest looking hats up there. Oh, I love it. I need to buy one for every it, member of it, my family. It, yeah, it's so great. Same. I, I think my problem here is the United States hat. It's garbage it's and I terrible. hate it and I don't like it. And why is the flag backwards? The flag is backwards. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't like this hat at all. I don't like that logo. That's like a bad sign. Yeah, that's backwards. not good. I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's like an insurrection upside down thing. They do but. that on like military uniforms as well. I don't know why that's a thing, but only with the U.S. flag. Yeah, that it's they good. always do it backwards. That's it's kind weird. of odd. That's odd. I didn't know that. But the I don't, I don't like the U.S. logo either. It's kind of no. Just, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Jesse and I disagreed on Team Canada's hat. I like the I like the maple leaf. Jesse is very um, anti Canada. <laughs> wow. Anti Canada, yeah. anti America. Yeah, Way to just put words in my mouth. I, am, I, am I will say uh, we should give the Netherlands a shout out as well. That's a pretty sweet hat. Yeah, the Netherlands. Yeah, our, uh, it's, yeah, it's very very nice. I like that. I like their uh, their World uh, Cup jerseys as well. They have some great World Cup jerseys. Uh, but let's get back to the World Baseball Classic and some of these rosters because I want to point out. What the, the maybe not this one, but just maybe on us, because this is a nightmare. Uh, the Dominican Republic is going to squash all of us. I think. <laughs> they have so many good Their teams. fucking team is ridiculous, right? I mean, I mean, from start to Rafael Devers, Wander, Fra Wander Franco, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Manny Machado, Cattell Marte, Jeremy Pena, Gene Segura. Uh, also, outfielders Eloy Jimenez, Julio Rodriguez, and Juan Soto. Good Shut night. up! Stop it! Yeah. I mean, this is going to be amazing to watch. Like, I don't know why. I don't know if this is picking up steam. I don't know if I never really paid that close of attention to the rosters, but it feels like this team's rosters are stacked for yeah. a lot of teams and more than we've seen in the past. Like, all star caliber teams that these, you know, countries are putting out there. Oh, yeah, like the, all these yeah. guys. Absolutely. And the United States has an incredible roster, too. Like, it's not to sell the United States short. Mm -hmm. The United States uh, World uh, Cup or World Cup, World uh, Baseball Classic <laughs> roster. <laughs> what sport are we playing I in? don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm still thinking about that Netherlands jersey. But I will uh, say, like, the, the pitching side is not as good for the Dominican Republic. They have Sandy Alcantara, mm -hmm. you know, won the Cy Young. I guess he's okay. He's all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but other other than that, I mean, okay, Christian Javier, very, very good starter. Something like that. Right. But uh, other than that, you know, Johnny Cueto is uh, a little bit past his prime at this point. They have a lot of good relievers. Uh, Camilo Duvall, Gregory Soto. Uh, there's some other guys as part Hector of that as Neris. well. Hector Neris, oh, there you go. feelings about him. <laughs> uh, Rafael Montero, a uh, big reliever for the Astros that we saw in the postseason. So their bullpen's in a really good spot, I think, um, beyond Alcantara and and Christian Javier. Maybe the, the rotation wouldn't be as deep, but the U.S. kind of has the same problem. Similar problem um, with the rotation. You've got right? Clayton Kershaw. You've got Adam Wainwright. You've got Kyle Freeland, as Lance you mentioned Lynn. earlier, Lance mm -hmm. Lynn. Uh, Merrill Kelly, of course. Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly's yeah, one of the best pitchers yeah. in, in that group. But of course, the um, best. yeah, both the U.S. and the Dominican are just absurdly stacked on the J position on the US, side. We got so. JT Real Muta. We got Paul Goldschmidt, Pete Alonzo. That's your two first basemen, by the way. <laughs> uh, Nolan Arenado at third base. Tim Anderson, Trey Turner, Bobby Wood Jr. Shortstop. It's ridiculous. Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Kyle Schwarber, Kyle Tucker, Cedric Mullins. Yeah. Like that, I love just, Team USA. I mean, it's it's going to be incredible. So it's close though. Like that position player group, and compared to the Dominican, like Julio Rodriguez, Juan Soto, Jeremy Pena, uh, right, Wander Franco, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Rafael Devers, like. 
is it's insane. Like yeah. both teams are absolutely insane on the position player side. I really hope we get to see the U.S. play the Dominican because oh, that would be, be that oh would my be god incredible. Yes, Let, let's make that happen. Although I really hope we see the U.S. play Team Japan because I want to see Mike Trout facing Shohei Otani. <laughs> yes, I yes, want to see yes, that. Yeah, that would that, be incredible. Shohei Otani yeah. pitching Mike Trout at the plate. That would be incredible. It'd be what a mashup. Uh, you guys send us either in the chat or on Twitter your favorite uh, World Baseball Classic hats and maybe your selections for who you think might win the tournament. It's going to be fun and it's good for baseball. Uh, and not only that, but if you're here in Arizona, it's good for you. You should go out and check that out. We're going to be out there. Or wait, I'm sorry. Our writer, Jesse, is going to be out there. <laughs> I'm going to be in the stands with Sean DePaz getting drunk. But, you know, that's where we're going to be. Uh, and I'll probably be drinking a Four Peaks beer. So make sure to find us and grab yourself a beer if you haven't done so already. Make sure you have plenty of Four Peaks in time for the big game. Uh, and grab Wow Wheat. We've all agreed here around here at the office that Wow Wheat is the best Four Peaks beer. I'm not a big beer person, and it's genuinely very, Je- very Jesse good. Jesse is so. enjoying one right now. It's, very, it's very a good. rarity, uh, but of course, <laughs> very excited for that. Uh, it's Arizona's number one wheat beer as well. So make sure, uh, with so many sporting events here this month, to grab yourself a Four Peaks beer. If you hadn't have, have a chance to try Arizona's number one wheat ale in Wow Wheat, come on down to Old Town Boondocks for the tailgate time machine tomorrow. Saturday, February 11th, try Four Peaks' newest innovation. It's packed full of Arizona citrus, perfect for light drinking in the de- desert sun. Uh, must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Uh, and also make sure to message Jesse and let him know that he can't have a condo full of Chase lounges. Uh, Do you agree with that, Susie? Don't you think that the Chase lounge mm, is the, is like the best, be a good influence the on best situation? furniture? I, mm. I mean, it's yeah. if there's one of them. Do no, you have other no. furniture besides Jesse? No, wants, Jesse no, wants nothing no. but Chase lounges in his house. He just wants it to That's... be a Chase lounge in the kitchen, <laughs> Chase lounge over here on the in the patio. It's just Chase lounges. There. I got to be real with you. Yeah. That's a real weird energy yeah. to be giving off. All right. See, see, I got to gotta be honest like, with you. We have you. a woman's perspective here. If I were to walk into a guy's place, it's like, it's and like it's just real Chase serial lounges. killer level stuff. Like, I think the I only thing worse would be like only bean bags. Oh my god, that would <laughs> That's be fair. awesome. That's fair. <laughs> I, I'm not a big bean bag person. You just like sink uh, into it. It's like kind of uncomfortable. But Chase lounges, yeah. they're very versatile. Well, you, you can don't sit like, on it. You can lay on it. You it don't can, like needing someone can, else's help to get out of a chair. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's great. I love I'm so bags. concerned. I will be. You don't have that problem with the Chase lounge. I'm just saying. There's like a little ledge you can grab onto. See, don't listen to him. Don't see. It's like a half couch, half chair. He starts using logic that makes sense, and then you realize that he trapped you into his weird chase lounge world, and that's not what we want. Send him what furniture he needs to buy from morefurniture.com because Jesse needs actual (laughs) furniture. He needs something else than that. Like I know, I know he bought a bed. I think he bought a bed, or did. Did you I get I did break down and buy oh, a real wanted bed, one with the le- He wanted one with a weird edge on it. <laughs> it was just going to be like the size of a double bed. I didn't understand it one bit. But uh, you can get your furniture over at More Furniture. And don't buy nothing. I'm not saying you can't buy a Chase Lounge. Just don't buy nothing but Chase Lounges. Uh, you can also get their white glove delivery service, which we received here at the office. It was very nice. Uh, I didn't have to lift a finger, which I rarely do around here anyway. But uh, say big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to morefurniture.com. Uh, I guess in news that really uh, is is about all of us. Yes, uh, it affects all yeah, of us. Yeah, it affects all of us. Hugh Darvish signs a six-year extension with the Padres that will make him a member of the team until he's 42 years old. Wow. Yeah. Thoughts? I want let's be let's tread carefully, by the way, on the subject of 42-year-olds before we <laughs> head down that path. But he will be that old at the end of his contract, which just leaves, you know. Again, with a lot of their contracts, uh, they will be kind of old at the end of their uh, – not only old, but I mean like 
how productive are some of these guys going to be like Xander Bogarts, who will be 41 at the end of his contract? Yeah. And you, yeah. Garbage. Now, before we go on, I will say I am in the best shape of my life at age 41. I'm just defending 41-year-olds now, but Jesse... Uh, what are your thoughts on the fact that that might be the right time to strike against the Padres? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when you Darvish turns 41, that's when we go in for the attack and make a move on the division. The Padres are just wild, man. I mean, you look at the contracts that they've signed, particularly just, I mean, this offseason, really, right? Xander Bogarts, they have him through age 41. Mm-hmm. They now have you Darvish up until when he turns 42. Uh, Fernando Tatis is still under under team control for 12 more seasons uh, through age 35, which somehow seems young. Um, it does, and then, right? uh, Manny but Machado. 12, 12ve more seasons and he'll be 35 at the end of it. That's right. the wild. That, that's the craziest part. I can't wrap my head around that. Nope. Manny Machado uh, under control through age 36, although he does have an opt-out at the end of this year. So uh, very possible that they would need to restructure that deal in order to keep Manny Machado around. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Padres are, are willing to spend whatever money it takes. And I, I think they understand that a lot of these players are not going to be very good in their upper 30s and early 40s, and they're willing to pay that price anyway. So I'm not really surprised by this because they are, if you're willing to take Xander Bogarts till age 41, you're probably willing to take you Darvish, who has aged very well up until age 42. It's just the kind of what the market dictates right now. And, you know, on a very light note, uh, I was telling you guys about this before the show, but there's a guy in San Diego who dresses up like you darvish but he's very small he's much smaller <laughs> but the jersey says minivish and you know oh. you always wonder like oh what happens if you darvish gets traded what happens if he goes somewhere else what's gonna happen to what is he gonna have to move but yeah. now he doesn't have to move right so the biggest winner here is, is minivish because is is yeah, no, poor generic hosmer now has yeah. nothing oh generic hosmer <laughs> Did he move to Chicago? I would. <laughs> I mean, you don't have a choice at that point. You're committed to the bit, so you kind of have to, to the do bit. it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to deal with this team for this long. This makes me sad. Uh, yeah. Hopefully Manny Machado does opt out. I mean, like I said, maybe the time for the Diamondbacks and the Rockies to strike is 2028. 20, Hugh Darvish is 42. Bogarts will be 36. Uh, Manny Machado will be the starting third baseman for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Juan Soto will be the ripe old age of 29 in six years. Oh, my God. Juan Soto won't, won't be under under con- contract, theoretically, right? They could yeah, bring him say, back. You but say that now. You yeah, I mean, he now. probably you will, knowing, knowing the Jesse San Diego Friedman. Padres. He probably oh. will. But I'm just saying he's not as of right now. Right. And Fernando Ch- uh, Tatis Jr. will break his other wrist, I'm sure, between now and then. Yeah, he's, he'll, he'll have broken both, both wrists, wrists several he's times. He's a lot of drama. Yeah. He, really, he really is. Um by the way, uh, speaking of a lot of drama, we're very happy to have you here today. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I did want to take a moment because the other night we were we were out uh, we were out celebrating the Kevin uh, Durant signing, basically. We uh, were. We and were. in honor of Kevin Durant, uh, this lady next to me, she got up on stage at Low Key in Tempe and decided to start playing piano and singing Taylor Swift. I think we have a clip of that. Oh Do we gosh. have a video of that? <laughs> There it is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Susie, everybody. Make some noise for Susie. (laughs) Now, their mic was, can they hear us, Damon? Are we got sound? Okay, so their mic there was terrible, and they had it turned down very, so you don't get to hear Susie's beautiful singing as much as you like in this video. But um, I just want to ask, who does this? (laughs) Who goes to a bar and then goes, I'm going to get on stage and play piano and sing? I will tell you who, a Sagittarius. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is incredible to me. Sounds, like, really good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. She was, yes, she was very good. Like I said, aside from the mic not being turned, she needed a sound check. Is what she needed. They didn't. They did not take me seriously. No, going in. they did not. I felt like a hustler. They going did in not. There. 
All right. Nice. Well, you, thank you. Know. Thank you for um, helping my singing career. If <laughs> anyone wants to sign that's me. That's what we were trying to do. I'm we're not trying represented to get that out right there. now. Right. Um, I guess I have to ask. I shouldn't ask, but I have to ask. Who is your selection for the Super Bowl to win? Uh, what do you think the final score is going to be? Oh, I, the final score. Is that the first time you've been put on the spot? Actually, that yeah. No one has asked me what I think the yeah. final score is going to be. Yeah. Everyone's just like, are you going to climb up, Paul? Well. Oh, yeah. I'm are yes, you? Uh, yes. Are you? Okay. <laughs> um, that was actually the only reason why I was asking that first part of the question. So we got the answer. But um, Okay. I think, ooh, I, I'm all, totally on the spot right now. No, it's fine. I want to just tell everybody that in the meantime, while you're deciding, we yes. can go on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, of course. Mm. Super Bowl parlays are what we're doing. We're trying to add as many legs as we can, win as much money as we can. And there's all sorts of wonderful things. Of course, we have the regular stuff. But... You know, on this show since last year and forever until we die, we ride with Blue Gatorade in the Super Bowl. Blue Gatorade forever. Uh, I don't care what the the odds are great for it. Plus 400. You could win on a $20 bet. You could win $80 on the color of Gatorade. Come on. Let's do that over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, Download the app now. Use code PHNX. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Do we have an answer yet? I'm going to say 35-21 Eagles. Let's go. Yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. Go, Birds. All right. Uh, also, Respect. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. The, the, biggest, the, the, the biggest point that we're trying to make here is that uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, we're gonna we're gonna get on the game time app and we're gonna of see course. we're gonna see what the tickets are. Or am I saying we're gonna save sixty percent off of the the face value of a Super Bowl ticket? I am not suggesting that. However, I kind of am. So who knows what's gonna happen? But value jump on the game so time. Relative. Value is relative. It all depends on on the amount of tickets available. Come that morning, there could be a huge amount of available tickets, uh, and of course, you can get those over at Game Time for up to sixty percent off on the Game Time app. Uh, as Jesse said, it's the most aesthetically pleasing app, isn't it? Very, oh, it's beautiful. beautiful, and I love that you can see you know the view from that seat yeah, and right? how much you would pay for right. it. Because the view, seeing the view, is more important to me than seeing where the seat is. Well, here's the thing: I will say this about uh, State Farm Stadium, and I don't know people's opinions on this in general in football, but I have sat very close at State Farm Stadium and kind of had a miserable experience compared to the $25 tickets I bought for Cardinals games sitting up in the upper deck where you can actually see the game, right? Like, you can actually see plays developing. You can, like, Mm -hmm. actually, like, get a good view of it. Whereas I feel like if you're down close... You're just, once again, like me, trying to be close to Gwen Stefani, right? So uh, <laughs> just do your best to try to get cheap tickets over at game time. Uh, save up to 60% off, t- off tickets when you buy last minute. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description below. Uh, this is Kevin Durant week. It's Super Bowl week. We're just baseball. We're just it's we're just here. It's but not next our week. week. <laughs> it's not our week. But next week is our fucking week. Next we're back week next week. week. We got pitchers and catchers reporting. Uh, things liven up around here. We can't wait. Are you to sticking get up to around for fields. pitchers and catchers reporting, Susie? You know, I'm gonna go back. It depends if the birds win or not. If the birds win, uh, then there's a good I chance might, she's gonna get arrested. I might still be, be in jail here. <laughs> right. See? <laughs> yeah, we're but I'll be here. Place. I'll be here through Monday. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna come back for spring training. I just okay. I'm not sure when yet. Okay. But well, we are uh, we, we we're roommates over at Salt River Field, so of mm-hmm. course, make sure uh, to check out all the wonderful action uh, out there. Remember, workouts are back to being normal again, so uh, no social distancing. You can come out, you can be right next to the. 
the players when they're running drills and all that stuff. So it's a great time. They can cough in your face legally now. Yeah, they can. Right. It's correct. Correct. She she's she gets it. Yeah. Uh, uh, we thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter, especially this one, to see if she does get arrested or not. I'm at cat <laughs> underscore caveman with a K. She's at the Susie Hunter with a Z, but not where you think it is. Uh, and that guy over there is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much. This is our last week without baseball activity, without seeing guys do stuff. So I'm so excited for next week. Uh, we have a weird demonstration of the MLB rules that Jesse and I still don't know what it's going to be, but we can't. I just really out. hope they ask for volunteers. I just and really hope And then Rob you're Manfred out there like running the bases himself. or something. Yeah, that, that would, would be incredible. Be I want Rob Manfred showing us the defensive shift rules himself. You know, <laughs> like with a glove on, but in a suit going, you can't be here, you can't be over here. That would be great, but we'll see what happens. Uh, again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Good guys. Good luck to your team and you. uh, wish you the best, of course. Uh, thank you guys for being here. On behalf of Damon, Jesse, Susie, and myself, appreciate you guys always for being here. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.